All right, we'll get a little restart. Here we are on Christmas morning. We hope everybody's having a, a, a great Christmas and their kids are opening their presents and having a great time. You guys are sitting around the breakfast table watching them play with their new toys and everything. Uh, we're going to have a great Christmas here. My name is Dave. This is my brother Ray. And we are Preachers from the Bleachers. That's right. And uh, in a couple hours, the Deacons are coming over. We got Deacon Xander and Deacon Hendricks coming over. We're going to have a good time, watch some movies today. Uh, and. Uh, Watch the kids play with the toys, have some lunch. Uh, good time today. What movies are we watching today, Ray? Uh, Wonder Woman, of course. You know, that's my favorite. Wonder Woman 1984. That's right. Yeah, that 1984 was a good year, too. It was a good year. I mean, I, loved, I enjoyed that. I year. love Linda Carter. It's probably where my fascination with white women came about. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just being honest. I mean, uh, you know, just, I mean, that's like, that was considered naked for back then. It was. Yeah, you know I mean, that was very sexy, though in every way possible yeah so i'm hoping that this movie you know take me back to when i was a young boy yeah on I'm the cusp of manhood on the cusp of manhood make me reminisce i can almost see it right now i'm not just sit here and fantasize about linda carter well, let's move on <laughs> what else are we watching today soul soul maybe I ain't as excited about it, so because maybe because I, I like white women more than I like men, but that's just a good thing. But it's about music, man. Uh, that's probably why I ain't a big music fan. So you know, you know, you were, yeah. You know, you know, I just want to know how come Disney? This ain't the first time Disney had a lead role as a black person, Princess and the Frog. Dopest, one of the dopest Disney animations ever done. But uh, why they had to kill the black man all just immediately in the movie? The black man got to die, man. I don't understand. That's like being in Star Trek and wearing the red shirt, man. You know the guy with the red shirt, he's done. As soon as you see him get on that elevator or that the <laughs> It's a wrap. Yeah, he's gonna he's done. So, uh anyway, we are here every week. Uh try to hear be here once a week anyway, and uh you can catch us on YouTube here. Also on anchor.fm slash preachers from the bleachers, which propagates out to Spotify, 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 Spotify. and a couple of other um, podcast sites so please leave us some comments say Merry Christmas to us we'll uh, we'll reply back say Merry Christmas to you so uh, any questions and we'll talk about anything you want to hear um, our opinions on anything because you know our opinions are as good as anyone else's I suppose and, uh, or maybe theirs are as good as ours or better who knows but uh, we just enjoy our time here talking and uh, hanging out so without further ado what do we got today right it's, it's, it's Christmas Day, so you got NBA basketball. What else is there? NBA all day. That's what I call it. NBA all day. All right. Which game are you looking forward to seeing the most? Man, I really want to see. Uh, there's uh, man, there's something in every game I want to see, but I'm really kind of looking forward to the Pelicans. Uh, you know, that's Duke South. That's my boys. You know, Duke GM, five Duke players, and Duke players are doing well for a change. You know, some of them. You know, we have that history of coming out of so, Duke. And, some of them better than others. Some of them definitely better than others. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's damn good. Zion. <laughs> I mean, the numbers prove that, but... Well, you know, Brandon didn't do all that great his first year either, so let's let's cut homeboy a little slack. He didn't? No, he didn't. I think he just, I mean, he, he, everybody can't play in L.A. and New York. Do something to you. Uh, so, what, whatever that so, excuse might be, he didn't do that well. It is person. an excuse because they pay you millions of dollars. You yeah. should play wherever they tell you to play yeah, so. and be happy about it and do your thing. But apparently, Brandon, that wasn't for Brandon. No, he's he more needed of a small to get market to a guy. small market guy and he blossomed. So, 
good for him, but currently he still is the best player on that. He is. Spot. No argument. Yeah. None at all. So, but I want to see them play. You know, I love me some Zion, and uh, uh, I, I think he's going to do great this year. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but uh, uh, that's the one I really want to see. And you want to see who? Man, Mavs and Lakers, because LeBron is the king, and I think this is somewhat of a passing of the torch to the Don Luca. Uh, Whatever Don. LeBron is to the NBA right now, I believe that Luca will be that to the NBA one day. Not not just yet today, but definitely today. I mean, even LeBron said it himself on his show, where he was saying that you know because you know everybody getting to shoot now. Curry got his own. You know, everybody wanted to beat Brand Jordan, and uh, LeBron said he wanted to get do his own thing, and the first player he would sign would be. So that's who he wanted. You know, Luca heard it himself and said, man, that would have been an honor. But so, yeah, I mean, obviously, Bron sees something great in him. I see something great in him. I mean, like, it, it's it's good. It's good for the league that we got these young cats coming up. And they're going to, you know, take the league forward. But there is nobody else like like Luca, man. Like, I mean, I, as much as I love Trey Young. <laughs> I was gonna say Jamal would argue that Trey, yeah, Trey Young. Young. Trey Young is right there, man. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's just something. It's something different about Luca. And I, the only thing I can really chalk it up to is his just enthusiasm. Yeah, man, when yeah. he played a game, he played like a kid. I he love like he's ten years old outside, right here on the court, just balling, having a good time. Like you really can't mess up his joy. Yeah, it, it's like he recognized what we want all athletes to recognize is. I play a damn game. That's you right. pay millions of dollars to do it. I got to play you ball. You can't man. be. I can't be mad at nothing. I'm just out here having a good time doing what I what I do. So that's why when I was still playing ball at Jesuit once a week, I'd go up there. I mean, my my week would be counted in days. About you know, all right, it's five days till I play ball again. It's four days till I play ball again. All right, I'm playing ball tomorrow. That's you know, and and. I think he loves the game like that, man. He just loves to be on the court and just just has fun with it, and that's something I really love about Luca. Just just watching him smile and, and have fun with all the other players and even other teams and stuff like that. But uh, what's the game you least want to see, though? Um, I mean, I know you love them all. I do, but the one you least want to see? Uh, probably Clippers Nuggets. Clippers Nuggets. I was gonna say Nets and Celtics, because didn't they just play? Think they just play, and I think that's part of what the NBA is doing now, where they you know play two games back to back with to prevent all yeah. this travel. But, yeah, I can get that. But I agree, it's Clippers Nuggets. I, I have no passion, no nothing for the Clippers. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to see regular season P. We can't call it playoff P. Hitting side backboards. I mean, in the last game he played, then he just throw the ball to the referee. I'm like, man, <laughs> everybody, oh, Paul George looked great. Paul George, you 13 18. Okay, y'all beat the Lakers the last time, the first the first game of the year. Y'all beat the Lakers, so it seemed like this just gonna be happening. All it's gonna be Groundhog Day for them again. Lakers gonna be crowned at the end. We can crown the, the Clippers in the beginning and say how good they are. In the regular, has anybody know. crowned the Clippers yet? I haven't heard anybody man, say that. I, ain't, I don't. If they do, they'd be silly. Yeah. I, mean, I ain't trying to see regular season Clippers play. Not one time this year. We already know that y'all could be good, borderline great in the regular season. Holler at me when the playoff starts, and let's see if playoff P can turn back into playoff P. Because right now, 
I ain't trying to hear it. I ain't trying to, I ain't nothing. He had a bad year. Yeah. In the he playoffs. had a bad, 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 bad playoff. Playoffs, year. he did, yeah. I love the Nuggets. You know I want to see some Bobo. But uh, no, dog, I ain't trying to see nobody else. If you play at the Clippers, I ain't trying to watch you. I love Jokic. I love a passing big man. You know I, I do. I love Jokic. And then you love Bobo, too, then. I know. I think he's all right. I like Bobo oh. coming out. I was like, man, that guy looks good. But he's not better than Zion. I know you say he is. He's better than Zion. He's not. Skillful. Skill. I mean, if Bobo was the number one pick, he would not be worthy either. However, um, had he not got hurt at Oregon, he might have been the number one pick. We don't know. The dude shows skill that nobody, there is no seven foot five dudes doing what Bobo can do. They can't handle it like that, man. They can't. They ain't got, I mean, the dude is just skillful, man. He got guard skills at seven five. And I think that his career ceiling is Sean Bradley. Hell no, Sean Bradley don't have no damn jumper. Sean Bradley, you man, get. I'm not. I'm about to walk out of here, man. I'm not Sean Bradley. I'm not comparing. He already got more points than Sean Bradley. I'm not comparing his shot. I'm comparing his career ceiling. That's what I'm saying. He already better than Sean Bradley. <laughs> you mean he already rose above the ceiling? When last time you see Sean Bradley just take a dude off the dribble and then dunk? You ain't never, ever, and never, ever will see it. I'm not comparing his skill set. I'm saying that's his career. He has already passed that ceiling based on two games. He has two games showing skill that Sean Bradley could never have. Sean Bradley's only skill was when he was tall. Period. I'm not talking about his skill. I'm talking about his career season. You. Okay, next. Next. <laughs> He's averaging 5.7 points a game. Next. All right. Uh, I, I kind of want to see the uh, Bucks and Warriors too, man. I, man, I, uh, I want to see the, the Warriors get back on track. I know they're missing Clay this year. I know. I hope they continue to say <laughs> I'm sick of the Warriors too. <laughs> and why are you sick of the Warriors? Because they're a jump shooting team. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I love guys that can hit shots, man. Man, I love when you can hit some shots. Hit a shot when you have to hit a shot. But when you just shoot threes to be shooting threes, and I'm not saying that's the Warriors, but at one point in time, that seemed like that's all they could do. I want to be entertained. Jump shots do not entertain me unless they're at the last second when the clock is running out and you see the jumper, that's entertaining. Other than that, I take Giannis, Akuna Matata, Antetokounmpo, whatever their name is. Let me get, let me see somebody get dunked on. That, that's entertaining to me. Jump shots is for practice. I love, like, I love I don't guys who can hit shots, practice. man. There's love guys who can hit shots from anywhere I'm I love when you hit shots, not jumpers. That's the difference. Shots, 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 shots. Shooting trays. Curry is entertaining because he, you know, Got them bold, bold like skills and take you know, and then fade from the three. That's cool. I like. I could work with that. He's fun but, to watch. But when the rest of y'all like, I can't stand to watch no Draymond Green shoot a three. It's ugly and it hurts my eyes. It makes me. Oh, I tell one new choke up and lose my breath. I'm in. I'm so glad he's sitting on the bench. And they need to play Wiseman more too. I saw the first game. He played season. one game. I, they need to be need. He need forty minutes, man. <laughs> he need forty minutes. We need to stop playing. Whoever they, they, it might be next game, man. It, it, we need game. to see forty minutes out of James Wiseman with almost no I preseason. Might, I might be wrong on James Wiseman. 
Oh, you thought he was good or no? I thought he was soft. He still might be. So, how do you spell that? Soft. 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 S O P H. Soft. Oh, okay. I was going to say S O F F. Because you, you can't put the T on there because that's too hard. Yeah, that's soft. Now, I thought he was soft. He's still a little soft. But speaking of skill set, mm, he still got lady shoulders. I can't back off of that one. Still got <laughs> lady shoulders. But what he showed in the first game, now understand that the game was a blowout. It was the Nets, not the Celtics. Yep. The, the Nets played the Celtics. Right. Of course. What he showed was I can look real good in garbage time. So I need 40 minutes when it matters. He started off pretty good during that. He started during the game. He started off all right. So it wasn't all garbage time. He, he played some some significant it, It's a good thing he wasn't the number one pick. I'd be clowning him right now. I know. You're going to clown anybody who's the number one pick. Anybody not, that doesn't they, look like LeBron on the first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for greatness. If anybody, greatness. If anybody out there agrees with me but that's not, that's a little unreasonable, please let us know in the comments. And you let him know because I don't give a damn about what y'all think. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, at number one, I want greatness. I want unequivocally, without a doubt, this is a first ballot Hall of Famer. We ain't got to discuss it. When you say his name, everybody know. When you say his name, after 10 years, we should be, you know, instantly know who is it. You should be a household name, right? Okay, that's 10 years. It should years. be three. It should be three. But some people like Zion are household names before they step in the league. And because of that, it ain't working. That ain't, you ain't number one worthy. Look at this. Your brother got 19 points in the first game. And I promise you, 18 of them were in garbage time. So nah. I need to see more wise. More wise men, please, Coach Kerr, 40 minutes. Let's put him in the starting line. That dude you got playing this at center is garbage. Garbage. They gotta give him more minutes. Put, now ain't no. They gonna give him. I want it today. All right. Forty minutes. He young. He ain't even played last season. Put that dude in the game, man. Stop playing. Let's see what we got, man. Put him in the game. Forty minutes, and then y'all get ready to rock next year when when uh, Clay come back. But don't be out here just patty caking, man. Put that dude in there, man. Let's see what he got against. Somebody that can play. Let's see him play against people who really out here that can play a little bit of defense even. Out there playing in garbage time, shooting threes. Almost lost my seven foot dude out there shooting on the trades. Oh my gosh, no, not that. Alright. He uh, got buckets in the paint, so I'm gonna let him slide. Alright, thank you, man. I bet he, he got more buckets in the paint. He and that's what matters. He appreciates that. All right, so, uh, man, I heard – I just want to bring this up. I heard Max Kellerman and Stephen A. this week talking about should the Rockets sit James Harden? Just let him sit until they can trade him. What do you think? I don't think I have an opinion either way. I don't think whatever you do with James Harden other than trade him, because that's the only thing you should be doing. Right. Is trade him and trade him – I mean, we spoke about this – Anywhere you did benefits to Houston Rockets, not James Harden. If it happens to benefit James Harden, that's fine. So whether you sit up or play him, I don't think it makes a difference. Like, I don't think the league need to see James Harden to say, oh, he still got it. We know James can still, you know, fill it up. We don't, they don't need to see him. But if you plan him, what are you planning for? To see if he want to stay? I think he made it real clear because every day he had two more teams. 
to his list <laughs> saying, well, just trade me here then. So I would take whatever teams are not on that list and choose one of those guys. I mean, gonna be, guys. I'm not going to cut off my nose despite my face. Who got the best deal? That's true, too. I don't give a, you could be but in still. my division. If you're giving me the best deal, that's the deal I'm taking. But if you get the screw James on the way out and, you, and, you, and you get a great deal, that's a bonus, yeah. That's a plus. So, well, the, I think the point was do you sit him and, and make sure he doesn't get hurt? Kellerman was saying that you you say, look, we're trading this guy. We're trading him this week. Come with your best offer now. And Steve May was saying, no, don't trade it. Don't don't do that. But but the the deals the deals got worse right after the season started because because some of these teams he's talking about being traded to. Their players came out and looked good. Their team looked good, so they don't want to blow that up right now. They're they're not willing to do that at the moment, and and I agree with that. So, Kellerman's saying, "Look, I'm trading him this week. Give me your best offer now, or it's done. You're not you're not getting." It. And I kind of agree with that. You, you you put some urgency to the fact that he's going to be gone you if, you, if you really you want. Can't him. make the other teams have a sense of urgency. Why do they have a yeah, sense yeah, of urgency and win the first five games? All right, try. I wish they would try. Well, because the teams would just say. F you. There's no point. Like, you tr- get the best deal. Don't. That's right. Don't, this it, week. It, all right. So, when your best deal come back, a bucket of chips, you're going to trade them? No. You get the best deal you can get, period. Whether it takes all season, half season. And everybody knows the trades don't happen this early in the season. Trades happen closer to the all-star break, whenever that is. So, play them, not play them. He ain't being traded anyway until the All-Star break, until somebody say, we need 20 points <laughs> to continue. Until somebody else, their, their player gets hurt or they something. Don't, they don't have to be hurt. We could just be on the cusp of something. Like, what if you, if you were in Miami who already pulled out and said, y'all can keep it. But Miami didn't know they was going to be as good as they were as last year. So if if – there's a team like Miami that's on the rise. Say you're the Pacers, and you know you're just hoping to be six at best, seven and eighth in the playoffs. Let's say you're in the middle of the season and you at four, you might need to make that call for James Harden because now you can solidify your four and then possibly be a three or two seed in the East. So that's why I think you wait for the best deal. If somebody come out and give you, you know, two all-stars, Four picks. Somebody give you something ridiculous today, you take it. But you ain't taking a bag of chips just because. I didn't say you had to take a bag of chips. I said you say we're going to trade him this week. And then you can say it, and then when it doesn't happen, you lower your. Nobody believes you. You lose all credibility. Well, then you say we're keeping him until somebody gets desperate for you. And you, because you said, now if you said, whether you say it publicly or whether you just say it to all the GMs in the memo, it don't matter how you say it. If you say, we trade them this week, and then it don't happen, then nobody going to mess with you anyway because you don't know what you're doing. Well, you I don't create I urgency. disagree. If they want them, they're going to come after them. If, you, uh, if the offer is not good this week, they you say, okay, look, you know, no offers came in good enough for us, then you know, we're going to keep them. He's, he's here. And then at the all-star break, if one of those teams really wants them, they're going to pony up. So what's the point of saying it and then not getting a trade done? It only works if it works. And I'm saying... It works if it, it works. Work. If it don't work, you still got until the If it don't work, work, you look like a damn fool. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. You say, hey, you, you, all you have to say is, look, we we, okay. we we said we're trading. You know, you guys didn't offer any anything 
close to his worth as far as we thought, so we're just going to keep him. Thanks so you're me. not trading him then? Cause okay. That's the point. Once you say we're trading them, make your best offers, and then now you want to back up because you didn't like the best offer, yeah, I'm not probably not going to ever mess with that then GM. No, you won't, you won't get James Harden. That's fine. I, I mean, <laughs> that doesn't hurt me at least bit. Right. My bulls bull suck, and I don't want them. It, does, it doesn't hurt the Rockets either, right? Yeah. They're still going to get It does hurt the Rockets. It doesn't. And as long as he's on the Rockets, he hurts the well, Rockets. Well, that's true. But that's why they want to get rid of him sooner. But how are you going to How are you going to get... You can't create a sense of urgency by saying it. You can't. Okay. I mean, that's all you gotta do. If you want that guy, there's okay. this many days left to get him. That's it. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else in the NBA? Want to talk about? Nah. All right. What's next then? What you got? College football. It's always college football. I'm still mad because they put Notre Dame and Ohio State. I know most people think Ohio State just because it's Ohio State that they deserve to be in the top four. I mean. I know it's a pandemic. They ain't got enough games, man. You need you you should play at least eight games. It's not nobody's fault other than the Big Ten commissioner who decided to cancel the season and not suspend the season. But they ain't got enough games. I like Ohio State. Love the quarterback. But they ain't got enough games to be in, 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 in the top four. Notre Dame barely beat Clemson. With their and sunshine with, wasn't there. Sunshine wasn't there. If people don't know, sunshine is, is Trevor Lawrence. I call him Sunshine because he looks like the quarterback from a number of times. But sunshine wasn't there, and everybody liked to bring up the fact that well, they had a top five recruit playing quarterback, but he ain't sunshine. No matter how, I mean, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. And I'm a top five freshman, and I'm a guy that's been playing for three years, has a championship ring, done played in another championship game. That's a different. That's a different quarterback. You know, regardless of how talented you might be, you don't have the. Trevor Lawrence has the talent and the experience. It took you overtime to beat that team. Then you get Trevor Lawrence back, and you get blown out. You don't deserve to go. You don't deserve to be in the top four. So. I don't know if they put Notre Dame in there. Maybe somebody, maybe all everybody in the room is Catholic or something. I have no idea. But Notre Dame shouldn't be in there because they got blown out. I would put Cincinnati in, and I clearly don't think Cincinnati is a top four team, but they were undefeated. It's 2020. We're in a pandemic. There's no other time to put in one of the other, you know, non-power five schools, right? You would put in there now? I know. And them is the fourth team. I, I, I took out two, so I'm putting okay, in right, two. Right. I'm putting in Cincinnati because they did go undefeated. Obviously, it's not the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, but it's a pandemic. We're going to hand out extra charity this year. <laughs> I done gave it to Cincinnati. And then A&M because, listen, I know they lost to Alabama, but they lost to Alabama in like the week two. Alabama also had Jalen Waddle at the time. Like, Devontae Smith is, is a Heisman finalist right now at wide receiver, along with Mac Jones, the quarterback from Alabama. But they also had Jalen Waddle at that time. They got two cats at wide receiver that's going to be the next Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. They that good, right? They Nobody else had to face that but A&M. If you, I agree with the coach. If my only loss is gonna be to Alabama and I can't get in the in the in the chat in the final four, 
then it's a whole lot of us is never going to be in the final four. Yeah, it's Alabama. We lost Alabama. Come on, man. Let's be realistic. Alabama is on a whole nother level. Clemson is slowly and scratch that. Quickly catching them and becoming the new Alabama. But right now, Alabama, for the last 10 years, 12 years, who you know, is the king of college football. If you can't lose to the king early in the season where you're trying to figure out who you are, and at the end, you done whooped up everybody along the way, if you, if you can't get in now, when can you ever get in? So I'm going to take Cincinnati for charity reasons just because it's 2020 and it's a pandemic. I probably could pick a – there's no doubt that I could pick a much better team, but just, just because – it's a pandemic because if we if it's I'm using the same dumb logic that they use. Well, it's a pandemic and Ohio State only played eight games, so we're going to take them anyway. Okay, I can use that same logic and take the undefeated Cincinnati too. That's what I'm doing. But yeah. but A&M deserved it and earned it. Well, if there's any year that they should have put eight teams in, it's this year. But uh, eight, I, 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 eight teams causes more travel, more risk of bu- bubble. That's all you got to do. Bubble. I mean, one one location. It's during the holidays. Nobody's at school. You don't have to. You're not missing classes. So um, I agree with you on Notre Dame. Uh, I understand why they put them in one because they're Notre Dame. They had they had ten wins, double digit wins. I get it. But they joined the ACC for this year, and the ACC is notoriously bad. With the exception of Clemson, is notoriously bad in football. That they're a basketball conference. Everybody knows that. But you got Duke at one and nine, Syracuse at one and nine, Florida State at two and six, Louisville at three and seven, Georgia Tech three and six. I mean, that's going up the list. So that's don't buy into that narrative. Why? Because the SEC sucks. The SEC is it West is the one that's good. Yeah, their conference looks just as crazy at the bottom too. It's 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 Alabama and sometimes Auburn, <laughs> right? But uh, uh, who am I thinking of? I can't think of the other school that is, you know, sometimes LSU, LSU. Florida, Georgia, and but that's it. It's Alabama, LSU, Florida, and Georgia, and the rest of the schools. Every now and again, they go. That's four teams. Ain't but four teams. So I mean, I can take and they it, They swap out. Yeah. So this year, no LSU, Texas A and M, as far as being good. Now. Uh, Florida wasn't good four years ago. Now they're good this year. Two years from now, they'll be out, and Missouri will be having a hell of a year. But more, See what I'm saying? But they have more consistently, they have some good teams. They have four consistent teams. And, and that's more than the ACC. I disagree. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. And when we talk about just two years, or are we talking about the lifetime of the whole conference? Because well, because nobody has more years ago before Miami. before Saban got to Alabama, nobody had more titles than than Miami. So that what are we so what are we saying just for now or just for for all time? I mean, for let's say a four year stretch. Okay, go with that. That's what you know. There's there's you get four years of college. so we're talking four versus two because Florida State used to be the the bomb. You see what I'm saying? So it yeah, would a long be, time ago. It, more than four years. Okay, more than four years. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But consistently, throughout history, more than four years, um, Miami and Florida State have always ruled that conference. 
Okay, so do you... So it's four versus two. That's a whole lot. Well, Miami wasn't an original ACC team, but... versus... Okay, but... They're there now. Okay. And, and Notre Dame, unless people got to stop lying to themselves and saying Notre Dame wasn't in, in this... they always been in it. When they came over, when you agreed to play a half schedule, you... Okay, you're in the conference. Like, just because you don't play all the teams in the conference, like... But you're playing, you know, there's at least three and possibly four teams. You are in the conference, man. And that's another reason why I can't stand it. Notre Dame. You are not that damn special. You are not that damn special that you shouldn't be in the conference. Notre Dame football is not that damn special that every other program in Notre Dame can be in a conference, but you cannot. Man, get on the hell out of here with it. So I ain't never, I mean, Notre Dame is like watching playoff P. I'm sick of it. They're going to get another blowout. Uh, and everybody that's a Notre Dame fan will cry and say, but we tried really hard. Our coach is not there. Come on, man. Y'all just not there yet. You're not there. So I'm looking at the Notre Dame schedule. And with the exception of Clemson, they played all of the worst teams in the ACC. And that's what that's what they do. That's what they do. And the ACC should be abolished just for allowing that crap. Like, man, don't let them. And South Florida. Don't let them pimp you out like that, bro. What's wrong with the ACC? Why are you letting them pimp you out? Hey, guys, we're gonna we're gonna play in your conference, and we're only gonna play the sorry schools. Man, that is pitiful. Like eight of their ten wins came against the worst teams in the in in, in the ACC. So, but well, let me ask you this then. All right, so we were talking about this. Do you think that the ACC is as good as the SEC? In football? No. Okay. Again, right. the four conf the four schools that are consider they swap out. Again, since, since Nick Saban got there, it's always been Alabama. Right? But then, you know, Auburn will have a two, three year run, and then you swap Auburn out now for LSU and then but it's always at least four teams in the SEC and there's at least Always two teams in the ACC that's good. There's at least there's two teams. Clemson and who? Two teams. Miami was legit. 20 years ago. They were legit last year, bro. Okay. All right. Fair and enough. Then, and then now now Mac Brown is back at UNC. They better watch out because he ain't even been there four years, and he already got seven wins. They were ranked this year. <laughs> Notre Dame didn't and, play them. And, oh, yeah, and, they did. And Mac Brown, listen. Lord, man, I'm... I hope history repeats itself, and my Longhorns go back to Mac Brown and steal him from North Carolina. Like we did. I'm sorry, Mac. I apologize. I used to say all the time, ten wins ain't good enough. Eleven wins ain't good enough. Got to win championship. Got to win championship. Man, I take them ten eleven wins that Mac Brown gave us so bad. We done hired. The... Oh Lord, bring back Mac. You Give need, Nick Saban twenty million. You need to put that on a T-shirt. Bring back Mac. Man, we are horrible. I know we got nine win. Not good enough. <laughs> I know we got nine win. Not good enough. If we can't, if you can't compete, and, and, and then my man came in into Texas A&M inside of the SEC. Come Jim, on, man. Jim Fisher. He got to be fired, dude. Fisher. Tom Herman. Oh. Because you let Jumbo Fisher come right into the great state of Texas. If you can't win, 
then, if you can't be a top five team every year, all year, for eternity, inside the great state of Texas, you don't deserve that damn job. Period. You don't. And then you let the ugly sister, Texas A&M, come in, go out and hire a guy so they know what he's doing, and they come right in with less than four years, they number five. Tyler Herman got to go. You can't say A&M's ugly sister with... with Burnt orange being your color, man. Burnt orange, that burnt orange ugly. Is sexy, bro. That's it's sexy. Ugly. It's so it's 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 like a little ugly chihuahua. It's so ugly. It's cute. That burnt orange. It's not. Looks like, and do boy, you ever seen it on a car? Oh my gosh. You know, so cold. burnt orange the is burnt the orange ugliest shoe. color. Woo! It's the ugliest color. It's like cucumber, even, which maroon? is the worst food. And what ever. the hell is maroon? It's a good looking color. Dude, we didn't know if you burgundy or red. You still trying to make up what color you are. Hey, man, there's all the colors. Whatever you want to call it. It's a good, what the it's a hell good is color. an Aggie? Don't nobody even know what that mascot is. Don't try to explain it. If a five-year-old cannot look at your mascot and tell you what it is, it's a dumbass mascot. <laughs> All right, what's, what's next, man? What we got? <laughs> I don't know. You the orchestrator. You the producer. I, put, I, I am, but I put nothing together, man. I've been, I'm still finishing with this move. I got a lot of stuff in here. I still got a lot of stuff to go, but it's coming together. Um, so I, but I, you know, I had to do some stuff to prepare to receive guests this week. <laughs> I put up a Christmas tree, a dope Christmas tree. So, uh, you know, if you're a fan of uh, Ray on Instagram, he, he, uh, he put up a, a nice little short video clip of uh, a close-up of the tree, which is kind of cool. It's dope. So. It's a Vegas-style Christmas tree. I wish I could see it, man. Um, maybe I'll, you know. Maybe we, we can put up a, we can put that video on here. Yeah, put the video up so the people can see the tree, man. So, but that, I can't take credit for that, though. That, that was, This is one of my mom's, like, six trees, and she just had it in storage after the tornado. Props destroyed. to your mom. Yeah. Can I, can I, she's making my meatballs. Have at it, man. Mom, it's Christmas, man. It's Christmas. I'm in Dallas. I'm finna go to your mom's house, even if you don't have nothing to do with it. I'm gonna knock on your mom's house, and say, "Hey, it's Christmas. I want my meatballs." I want. I, I will text her and see if she's got meatballs. And see if she got some meatballs. This is the best meatballs I ever ate, man. But you know, those meatballs might have been Mary Lee's meatballs, and Mary Lee died on Thanksgiving, so uh, not sure the meatballs are gonna be there. So she took her meatballs with her. Oh, Lord, don't say that. Your mom good cook though. She got the recipe. She does. We ain't, I ain't trying to hit that, bro. We getting the meatballs. I almost died right there. My mom <laughs> is a, a straight up Carolina country girl, man. I got this. I got this. Uh, this cassette tape of her in 1980. She was singing at church when Dad was preaching, mm -hmm. and they recorded the service. And just to hear her talk. Back, then. I mean, it's like night and day now. When she goes back to North Carolina to visit, she comes back. You can tell the accent's there for a week or so again, but it's not that deep still. But she sounded like such a Carolina country girl back then. I love listening to that tape sometimes. But uh, man, she was making biscuits from scratch by the time she was probably eight years old. Man, that's I mean, that's how they do it in Carolina, man. Yeah. I will okay. text her. Whatever your mom making, the hell with my keto. Uh, she doesn't cook anymore because Glenn cooks all the time. Her uh, husband, her husband dominates the kitchen. He loves to cook too. Yeah. So I don't want that Glenn making. Sorry if you read this. Glenn. He, he, he makes he makes some pretty good ribs. Uh, 
ribs. Texas Carolina ribs or Texas Arkansas ribs? ribs. Mm, those are not bad. Yeah, but I the hell with Carolina. They are pretty good ribs. I choked on one once. You know. Got got a piece of that stuck in my throat and had to go to the emergency room. For, so you know, that's not a that's how that, good those ribs were. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant it was. That's how bad they were. No, no, no. I, don't know. I was gonna like I was gobbling them down and didn't chew it. Yeah. So yeah. didn't really choke. It just got stuck in my uh, teeth. Are your friend? Teeth are my friend. <laughs> I hope to keep them for a long time. <laughs> All right, man, man. I guess that's the show, then. I guess it is, man. So we had a good time. Do you got anything for you suck? I can't. I can't, I can't I do it. you suck on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Uh oh, Santa Claus, you suck. What? I'm looking at this what? Christmas tree, man. Santa Claus suck, man. Why? Santa Claus, you ain't bring my kids enough, man. <laughs> man, they gonna be disappointed. I mean, he got them two full stockings full of candy, man. I, Santa, we might have to have a talk, man. Not you know what it is. You got a red suit too close to maroon. Back at your back. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you got to do better. Is it red halfway between burnt orange and maroon? Possibly. Oh, but you right. need to get closer to the burnt orange. You need to do better. I don't know, man. We got to get you a new sleigh or something, brother. But uh, no, no. That's it I got for you. So no range reminiscing. Just, you know, Merry Christmas, man. It's crazy. We sit here Absolutely. doing a podcast on Christmas Day. And, uh, man, uh, uh. I just I feel blessed, man. I got the I got the the best brother in the world. Uh, always open his home to me, man. It's Christmas every Anytime. time. It's Christmas. Anybody else out there need a place to stay it's, here, right? It's here. Christmas every time I come here, cause this dude always just yeah, you know I mean like he just open his home, open his car. Who gives you the car every time to go see their kids, man? Like so, I feel like Christmas is you know every month when I come here to see my kids, so. Uh, that's all about our high for Ray's reminiscing, man. I hope y'all have a great one. What you got for uh, Dave's dollar? Uh, nothing either, man. Just just Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope everybody has a great day. I, you know, I think we're blessed to be able to do this on Christmas morning. I think it's awesome, um, and we can do it sitting here together, not you know a thousand miles apart. So I think that's really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing the boys and watching some movies today. Um, just I hope I cook this ham right. You can't mess it up. It's already cooked, baby. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Put that bad boy on right now. We're going to test that theory. We're going to test that theory. Put that bad boy on right now. We so, can't mess it. If all else fails. It's got instructions with it. So. If all else fails, we um, we'll order pizza just like other people do. I got uh, what I have is... Uh, the Chinese restaurants are all open, right? I mean, that, the, yeah, didn't you see a Christmas story? They're all Rest, open. Restaurants open. Yeah. And then you always go to IHOP. IHOP. Uh, I got some uh, postcard kielbasa in there that uh, tastes pretty good. So uh, if I mess that up, I'm going to eat half the ham anyway. So it ain't going to matter. It's a big ham. I saw it. I'm going to eat half. All right, guys. All right, man. That's the show. And if you like it, don't forget to subscribe and hit like. And if you don't like it, go ahead and hit subscribe. And hit like anyway, it ain't going to hurt nothing. But really, we just appreciate y'all listening to us talk about our life and sports and our life through sports on the internet or the radio or your Bluetooth speakers. We don't do it to be attention seekers. We just two brothers better known to you as... Preachers from the Bleachers. Peace. All right, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs>